0: Kerr, you are sucked beneath the body of the cloud. It's like a big fluffy pillow all around you. Kerr is not comfortable. Um, Hey guys! You use
1: a hand. Lycos knocked himself out.
2: All right, I'm coming.
1: I'm just coming down feet first. I'm going to plant both of my feet into this guy's face and land so hard that I take his head off.
3: Like he's standing there trying to ward off
0: these bugs and then just splat. (laughs) A city of large ivory towers nestled amidst a billowing cloud bank directly ahead of you welcome one and all to the die by the dice podcast where an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us for our space adventure. I'm John and I'll be the gym for this game.
2: I'm Jessica and I'm playing Noemi Dimash, the listen to Technomancer. I'm Lisa, I'm playing Kerr Sylvanen, a Vesk Soldier.
3: I'm Tom, I'm playing Lycos 9, the android Solarian.
0: And Brent, who plays Lycos... No, you're Lycos 9, sorry. And Brent, who plays Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic, is not going to be joining us this week, unfortunately, due to some scheduling conflicts, but we press on regardless. So, when we last left our heroes, they were riding the back of a giant cloud skate, an enormous underwater-looking creature, but many times the size and flying throughout the elemental plane of air... Uh, they had ingratiated themselves to the creature after slaying a number of parasites on its back, and a helpful cloud sprite told the creature to bring them to Cirrus, a city. So she so sent you all on your way and then floated off on her merry way, so you've basically been flying together in the meantime. Uh, like this, you were unfortunately unconscious for the duration of that encounter. Uh, you misjudged the speed at which you were landing towards the cloud skate and knocked yourself out. Uh, but you've since recovered and you're okay now. Nice. <laughs> Didn't have a clean way to put you out of there, so I just had you knocked out. But you're a MacGuffin, so everyone could protect you, and now you're safe. <laughs> so it worked out because I was trying to get Lisa into the action, and I'm like, oh wait, she'll jump in if she needs to save somebody. So I know you don't. You're not going to be permanently a damsel, but you were temporarily a uh, D.I.D. there for uh, the big hero types. So in my case, is it a dude in distress? Sure, maybe maybe damsel could be when it, when it's in distress. Particularly, it's a gender neutral term. Like dude. Yeah, <laughs> ge- but a lot of people don't see dude as gen- gen- really? gender neutral.
2: Really, yeah. I, I think in California we do because everybody's dude.
0: Everybody's dude. Things are dude. I call the
2: sink dude. Exactly. Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> uh, California, I had maybe. Pete California in high school one time. I was talking to my buddy. And we were kind of like getting real high, like high school heavy. And he said something. I'm like, dude, man. <laughs> and that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> and we both knew exactly what I was talking about. Yep.
2: Is it a California thing, the yes, no, no, yeah?
0: Oh, I think, I definitely think it is a California thing. It might be other places, too. Like, okay. we yeah. do, do it here a lot. Yeah, the, the, the not agreeing, the disagreeing agreement.
1: The yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but we all know exactly what we mean. Exactly. Yeah. What's, the, what's, the, what's the story... Like, some professor, some, I don't know if this is your story or not. Oh, I
3: think I know what you're talking about. Like,
1: some professor was trying to explain we have a lot of things in English where it's, we have a lot of two negatives in a row mean a positive. Uh, And I can't think of an example right now. I know the punchline, but I don't know, like, a lot of the the negative examples that would mean a positive. Crap. I'm
3: starting this without
1: any further thought. Okay. I wasn't thinking ahead. Hmm. I was not thinking ahead.
2: I'll think of it. I know. I feel like you've told this story before. I'll think
1: of it.
3: I know I've heard, I think I've read this story. Yeah. Well, anyway,
0: <laughs> we're on the back of a giant I No, no, no. We need to figure this out, John. <laughs> and you are heading towards a city floating in the clouds. Uh, it has stone-like uh, kind of crenellated walls. Uh looks like a castle out of, or it looks like kind of castles out of antiquity as you're flying towards it. Um, and as it begins to resolve itself a little bit more in the glowing, growing light, there doesn't really seem to be a sun providing light, but there is kind of a day-night cycle Uh, incongruously where the sky just seems to kind of brighten and darken so as the sky begins to brighten you can see on the in the distance resolving itself closer this uh, massive flying city and as you continue to close in on it you can see there are a number of buildings that are also floating spires that aren't anchored to any kind of ground uh, the city sprawls upwards a lot more, It'll even reminding you somewhat of Absalom Station or some of the megaplexes on other worlds where buildings are held aloft by uh, webbing and things like that. Uh, you don't see any signs of power plants or industry for the most part. It seems to be something sort of out of time to your modern sensibilities anyway. A number of strange birds, strange avians kind of begin flying around the skate as you begin closing towards the the city, and you can also see people, uh, humanoids, by the look of them, also begin to kind of take notice at this great creature approaching their humble burg.
2: Do they seem, like, scared or anxious about such a large animal?
0: Uh, More curious than anything else. Um, You've gathered by your time on the creature that appears to be somewhat of a gentle giant, Um, large enough where most creatures give it a wide berth because... They're not large enough to hunt it, and probably if roused to anger, it would be a fearsome foe, but on its own, it doesn't really appear to have uh, much in the way of natural predators and doesn't seem to predate anything, at least that you've encountered so far. Um, did you want to do any exploration on the creature, even that you're able to magically fly?
2: I guess, yeah, I'm going to, I I want to see where this, I guess, the fairy flew away, didn't she? She, she did? did. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I, I, because of my interest in, um, obviously, Xenos, I want to s- check out kind of, I guess, 360. Yeah. I'm mean, especially interested in like, the underneath because, like, that's where she came from to mm-hmm. see if he's, like, carrying some sort of, like, device to hold her or, like, just kind of what what all he is
0: okay on the underside you can see a massive pair of jaw jo- or like a, a massive mouth with sharp teeth like row upon row of them uh, that's cover the most it goes like a clear side to side on the main body but not from the wings the wings are all like wing material <laughs>
2: <laughs> really those wings are wing oh, mati- okay
0: it's muscle <laughs> all right you try to describe some <laughs> skate anatomy here
2: is it like a bat wing
0: Think, it's a think of like a big manta ray.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so it's arms? Are, they, are there cartilage? Do they have like
3: yeah.
0: bones? Yeah. Well, because they're like because sharks don't have bones. It doesn't and aren't mean everything aren't, underwater doesn't have. No, bones. No, but aren't skates and rays related to sharks? It's a genus of fishes.
2: Well, sharks are fishes. Manta
0: too. rays
3: are large rays belonging to the genus Manta. That's
2: not. Well,
0: thanks for wow. that, one, Wikipedia. <laughs> okay.
2: Is this wing <laughs> material made out of wings? <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The the mouth doesn't extend to the wings. It's like there's a main body section in the middle and a very large mouth that looks like you'd swallow any of you whole without any trouble. Um, you're not so sure what sort of creature that a creature of this size would uh, feed on, but you're not sure you'd want to meet that either.
2: Yeah, especially with the teeth. It's obviously not like a baleen or something like that. Right? Yes. All right.
0: Um, it seems to support itself through, you can see like gas sacks are located kind of strategically around the creature uh, to help keep it aloft and keep its bearing.
2: So does that seem natural or something that has been, it's like an augmentation?
0: Uh, It seems natural, uh, but it certainly seems like it wouldn't be enough on its own. There's probably an inherent magic that this creature has that helps to propel it. Okay, cool. Uh, The wings certainly aren't large enough for it to fly like...
2: Like a bird? Like a
0: bird would, yeah. Okay. It's it's more kind of like glides or swims almost through the air.
2: Do I perceive that it probably has to do with sort of our... Weird, like where we are, like given that we are in the plane of air and things kind of, there isn't really like an up down, like everything's kind of a weird gravity and things like
0: that. Uh, it could certainly be helping helped by that, yes.
2: Okay. I'll definitely make notes. I'm going to bring this back to Absalom when we go.
0: Okay. Are you much of an artist? Do you like take a, uh, I sketches take no- yeah, because I
2: did that on risk. Okay. Yeah.
0: Just like a little, yeah, you know, like a, a paint sketches. program on your data pad. Your data yeah. pad.
2: There you go. <laughs> a little pen out
0: okay so as you approach cirrus you can see some of the the folk there are taking notice they uh, get airborne and some of them even kind of fly a little close to the cloud skate which doesn't appear to be overly bothered by these little kind of gnats flying around its massive bulk Uh, as you can see them approach uh, make perception checks to kind of get a good look at them
1: 19 perception 23
0: you never told me
3: I was conscious again.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. You've been. <laughs> I, I've been assuming until he said you said since you were
1: back. He said,
0: didn't? Yeah, I did.
1: We have a recording and everything.
0: Seventeen. Kerr, mm. you see that these creatures are human-like, humanoid. They appear to be very thin. Wait, and th- what did you? Get? You all see they're 19. humanoid, but she gets the details. I got twenty-three. Oh, I thought you got the twenty. I, you had the I got nineteen. Okay, sorry. Noemi. Okay. it's <laughs> like, wait a minute. You all recognize them as humanoid. Okay. But Noemi, you can see that they are uh, very tall and very lean, probably standing about six and a half to seven feet to a person. Uh, the men and women both are similarly built. Uh, they have sky blue skin uh, of various shades and hair that seems to go from like a storm gray, kind of like a dark Almost black to like wispy white and like a grayscale in between.
2: Like in one person, or is it a variation among the different
0: people? A few people have like multiple hair colors, but none of them are like, there's no, you don't see any blonde or uh, brunette or redheads or anything like that. It all seems to be kind of grayscale hair okay. and uh, various shades of blue flesh. Um, a few of them kind of give you all friendly waves or some kind of greeting, but none of them really approach for the most part. I do
3: have answers to our Mana Ray questions.
0: Oh, okay. So they are fins. Mm hmm.
3: Um, they do have skeletons, but they are made of cartilage, they don't preserve well, and they are closely related to sharks. Okay. They're not in the same, fa- I, I, I didn't go deep enough to see how closely related, but it doesn't sound that like they're necessarily in the same family, but they're in, like, cartilaginous fish.
0: I always remember, like, shark skates and rays as sort of, like, a grouping, and I think it might have been for cartilaginous fish.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they do have skeletons, just, you know, ones that don't calcify very well. Mm-hmm.
1: I found the story about grammar, too, if we're on a tangent. All
0: right, let's do a little catch-up here, <laughs> at least with your grammar story. All right. I don't remember
1: if I found who posted this originally, um, so credit words it's due. I don't know. I'm just going to read it straight. An MIT linguistics professor was lecturing his class the other day. In English, he said, a double negative forms a positive. However, in some languages, such as Russian, a double negative remains a negative. But there isn't a single language, not one, in which a double positive can express a negative. A voice from the back of the room piped up. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but <Ba-da-ba>. up,
1: nice. Yay! <laughs> that was the one I was trying to express and was failing. So
0: I'm glad we got I, back to it. Yes.
2: I think that this this episode should be tangent train.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some role playing here eventually. All right. So the skate begins getting close to the city, and as it does, it kind of begins banking, bringing one of its wings close to the kind of edge of this massive cloud bank, just in the outsides of the walls. Walls which seem to be largely uh, superficial and aesthetic as most of the inhabitants of the city seem to be able to fly. But nevertheless, it's kind of, you feel like your stop's coming up here. Okay. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check for a clean landing. Uh, it won't be a particularly painful one, but it will be possibly a little embarrassing if you botch this.
1: 13. Six.
0: Can I just fly? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have means of flight or if you want to use a spell, your flight spell has since. Yes. I mean, uh, I, I as long as I finished
3: my movement on a flat surface, I could just fly. Yeah, so you can kind of like
0: <laughs> gracefully whew, sort of swoop.
2: I think I'm going to. I can't. So 13. I'm going to flash teleport. Okay. Because <laughs> I can, especially if I see that, like, oh, this isn't going well. <laughs> got a bad start. <laughs> like I'm tripping. I'm falling.
1: Boom.
0: All right, so uh, sparks kind of. Eats it as well, a oh. little bit. It's not particularly hard. It's like kind of falling into a, somewhere between like a big fluffy pillow and a snowbank. The cloud kind of arrests your tumble, but doesn't really kind of harm you. It's more your your pride than anything else that's that's harmed by this. Uh, you're not constantly sinking like you did at that other cloud. Good. There seems to be like a firm resistance a little ways under kind of the the top of the cloud. So you kind of like sink a little bit to a point and then stop.
2: So kind of like walking on a, I think it's like walking on a mattress or.
0: Yeah, like it kind of smooshes down a little bit and then holds firm. Um, But it's not like, it's not a painful impact that you have there uh, as you plop onto uh, the ground. is still grumpy. She's not having the best time here. (laughs) So looking around, you can see the, your arrival and the skate just kind of lets out a deep bellow that sort of rumbles you all to your cores and then continues on its lazy traversal away from Cirrus.
1: Kerr is gonna stomp around just to sort of test out the ground. Now that she's back on semi-solid ground,
0: uh, yeah, it kind of like squishes a little bit beneath your feet, and then it goes firm as you step. Like little poof, poofs of clouds, like smoke, kind of wisp away. Uh, Can I
1: test one of the walls as well? Is it the same, like semi-firm?
0: The walls appear to actually be made of stone, or at least a stone-like material. Ooh. I knock
3: on the stone. How uh, like solid does it seem?
0: Uh, quite solid.
3: I wasn't sure it was like that kind of a uh, playset. You know, like. Oh, like it looks like stone. This is clearly hollow or like spongy.
2: So these humanoids, do any of us recognize like what species this could be?
0: Uh, Life sciences or mysticism would both be appropriate here.
2: Do I get, are they rare creatures? I would say so. Okay. So I'm going to do life. Ooh, 20. 21.
0: Is that natural 20 or modified? Modified. Okay. So you both recognize them as Genasi, air elemental infused humanoids. So just like tieflings or Asimar would be kind of infle- infused with holy or infernal energies, uh, their bloodlines are infused with the na- nature of air itself. Uh, they all have, uh, are clad in like either uh, trousers or kilts or skirts, but from the waist up they seem to be uh, bare-chested, um, men and women both. Children are kind of kept back by attentive parents or given a little, little bit of distance from the, st- the strangers who have just arrived. Uh, out of either curiosity or... There's a mixture of curiosity and fear.
2: I was going to say, are we the only non-Ganasi
0: here? That you see presently, yes. Okay. Uh, one of them comes forward and begins uh, speaking to you in a sort of a very sibilant and sing-songy tongue, uh, but not one that you recognize.
2: Okay, I'm going to attempt to speak to them in common and ask if they understand common.
0: Uh, a few of them kind of look at one another and then one steps forward. Uh, she has a elaborate hair wrap that brings her hair up in kind of a... Like an inverted cone. tornado? Yeah, um, it's like a curved cone with kind of a, a spiral of colorful fabric along with the uh, like shock white of her hair. And you can see she has spirally tattoos going along her arms and across her chest. She moves forward to you and kind of extends one of her hands in a gesture of like greeting and then kind of looks at you expectantly.
2: I'll extend my hand in a similar fashion, just sort of mirroring.
0: Okay. She kind of reaches over and grabs yours. Um, like her... Grabbing your forearm with her uh, hand.
2: Okay. So it's, a, it's like a handshake. Essentially. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, and then she reaches out towards the the rest of you.
3: We'll return the gesture. Yeah. I'll return the gesture.
0: Okay. As she kind of greeting all of you, uh, she holds out both of her hands uh, towards a hand each to uh, Noemi and Lycos and kind of looks at you both expectantly.
2: So again, I'll... I'll just mimic what she's doing. Okay.
0: She just holds out a, an expectant hand? Yeah, she kind of, she's shaking hands with all of you and then kind of holds out both her hands at the same time, one towards you and one towards you.
3: I, I just kind of grasp her hand and just stare back at her awkwardly?
0: Perfect. So as you kind of extend <laughs> your hand weirdly, uh, she grabs yours and then, like, grabs yours firmly and kind of tugs both of you and then lets go and sort of reverses, like, so she's not walking backwards. Then reaches her hand back and grabs each of your hands and kind of means leading you through the streets.
2: All right. Come
1: on, Kerr. I'm following the captain.
0: The boss.
3: <laughs> what did we
1: decide?
0: Wait, so...
3: <laughs> I'm following you. Is Sparks awake or he get knocked out when he tumbled? No, he's awake. He's just kind of like, okay, sure. I just uh, making sure like... It, I made an assumption when he, you know, biffed it. I just want to make sure we weren't like <laughs> leaving him passed out in the streets. No, no. He's, <laughs> he's coming along safely.
2: We have a little, um, like a... a Baby Bjorn. Yes. <laughs> little little spark oh, okay. Bjorn. Can we do that instead, please, John? <laughs> that Kerr's legs are dangly. He's on
0: Kerr's back. I do always see this thing for like the like, the shoulders. It's like a shoulder carrier.
2: Oh, for kids, yeah. Have yeah.
0: I shown you guys the holster one? I haven't seen a holster one, but basically it's like use this for your gnomes with their crossbows. And it's like they can sit on top of your Goliath and
1: <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> no right all right so
0: tom's showing us a picture of like a baby holster effectively and i think men need to get over a lot of insecurities in modern life because holy (laughs) crap we don't need like baby holsters
3: well it reminds me of the old cell phone holster like on his hip i mean i guess i would put the idea of the baby holster in like the insecurity category but i look at that and go there's like a lot of structural issues i see with that in terms of like where the weight is being put from that baby like on your belt loops. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's partly strapped to the leg too, but that's still like...
1: And if you walk at all, that nope, No, no, in-
3: it is not strapped to the leg. That is all around your waist. And you don't need to quick draw a baby. It's like... <laughs> uh, well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't. If it's, if it's about to like puke on
0: you, you might be quick drawing that baby pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. No, you make an excellent point though. I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you are led by this Ganassi woman... First, she starts kind of pulling you slowly, and then she begins kind of extending her gait, pulling you with a little bit more force. Do you increase your pace to keep up, or are you like dragging your heels?
2: Is she speaking at all?
0: She has not spoken to you yet. At this at point, at she's
3: only pulling Jesse, right? No, uh, she's, she's pulling both of you. Yeah. Sorry, the description sounds like she, she grabbed Jesse with both hands.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, she she grabbed Noemi with one hand and Lycos with okay. one hand.
3: I just, I, I misunderstood the description then. Yeah.
2: So I'll. I, sh- can I do a sense motive to see if anything seems amiss? Sure. Okay.
3: And at this point, Laiko's just kind of rolling with it. 22. Um, I guess the, the the most he could do to not put up resistance is basically like long skips. Mm-hmm. So every time he has to touch a foot on the ground, he does. But otherwise, he's kind of letting her just drag him in the air. Okay.
2: So 22 for sense
0: motive. 22. Uh, she seems genuine. Okay. Uh, uh,
2: I'll try asking like, where are we going?
0: Uh, she looks back and just kind of smiles and then uh, keeps up her pace. Uh, Kerr what are you doing or continues to increase pace so you're at kind of like a slow jog pace right now a little more than a kind of it's like it's moved beyond kind of power walking Uh, what are you doing Kerr
1: I can probably keep up pretty pretty oh yeah no problem yeah um, so I'm gonna sort of be at pace I want to stay next to Noemi
0: okay she keeps kind of extending her strides uh, and now she's almost kind of, like, bounding.
2: What do we see? Like, are we going through the streets of the city? Do we see...
0: Yeah, the streets are kind of open and airy, appropriately enough. The buildings tend to have a small footprint, but extend high. And a lot of them have, like, second or third story balconies that extend out or kind of will will branch off and continue upward. Uh, they don't really seem to be bound by traditional laws of physics that you'd see at the material plane, so... Like outshots and, and buttresses that would uh, would topple the building over in a, a planet with normal gravity. Uh, it seems to be a no problem here. Okay. Um, your arrival seems to have kind of... You can hear kind of chatter in their loathing language... As everyone seems to kind of be, I'm going to cast aware comprehend
2: languages so that I can try to under, like, see if I can hear anybody saying something like, "Oh, she's taken to the gallows," or just something <laughs> awful. You know, <laughs> finally sacrifices. Yeah. All right, make a perception <laughs> check. They're going
3: to the beating pit.
1: <laughs> Is Sparks keeping up okay? I'm sure yeah. he's got a way of keeping up, but I just wanted to double check
3: because we didn't put him in the baby Bjorn.
0: Uh, every once in a while, he kind of hit his jump jets a little bit and, like. Nice. <laughs> To uh, keep going, I was fifteen. Say, I can move. You need the conversation for the most part. No one's like shouting out, like "Look at them! They go!" They're kind of just talking amongst themselves, and you can, but you can see, like, pointing and you're you're a bit of a, somewhat of a spectacle.
2: Looking. And I assume we still haven't seen anybody who is not, uh, what is it, Ganassi? Correct. Okay.
0: So your your hostess, for lack of a better term here, uh, takes another like bounding leap, and then she seems to kind of shift a little bit. So her feet are now. Going in the direction where she was like, where her, her face was going. So she's almost like flying feet first in the direction she was pulling you. And then like her head tilts back expectantly looking at both of you. Uh, uh, she's like, you're on, you're at like a run pace right now.
2: Yeah. I, is she going to be flying?
0: So she's looking up. She's She's parallel to the, the ground. Uh, looking back, like looking up relative to her which is now backwards at the both of you uh, with kind of a big smile but a sort of expectant look on her face
3: I mean I, I can't like maintain a levitation but like Lycos at least indicates that he's if she hasn't picked up that he can fly could I make that in one round even burning both
0: my movements make the mental check of your choice either intelligence wisdom or charisma I'm gonna go charisma okay 13 alright Naomi, what are you doing um you may also make a ch- appropriate mental check.
2: Mental check for what
0: Well I'm about to find out. Yeah.
2: Oh to find out. Okay. So I guess I'll do an int check.
0: Okay. Eight. Alright.
2: <laughs> What's going on?
0: Uh so there's no kind of special inspiration from me with those rules, unfortunately. Yeah. And you're that, but, Yeah, no, that came out real bad on my So life. you can do your sort of temp your grab booth temporary fly, um, uh, but she seems to kind of Maintain it where even you have to kind of touch down and sort of. Oh, no, no, I got that again. Okay.
3: I, I was like, when I mean, she's looking up, I'm assuming there's like a ledge or something we can see that she's wanting to go to.
0: No, sorry. She's looking. She's looking at. Us. Yeah, she's looking at you because she's now like on her back going parallel to the ground. Uh, so when she looks up relative to her, she's looking actually backwards at the both of you. Okay. So, so she tilts I, her head back to look back at both of you. Oh, all right. Um,
2: I, I'll say something like uh, the fact that not all of us can fly.
0: She just smiles and because you've got carpentry head language, she goes try.
2: Okay, Kurt, try flying.
0: Think happy
3: thoughts. Think happy thoughts.
1: (laughs) Kurt will half-heartedly hop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, make a check with your one of your mental abilities. So, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. Okay, whichever is best for you. Intelligence. 16. Okay. So, as you kind of take your half-hearted hop, there's like a strange, like, twisting sensation in your stomach as down shifts from where your feet were to towards your guide.
1: So, I'm not flying. I'm just falling in a different direction.
0: Yeah, basically. You're falling with style.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I guess, I mean, especially seeing Kerr do this, I'll attempt the same.
0: Okay. Uh, Go ahead and make another check there. Uh, But you'll have plus four on it now that you kind of are over a little bit of that mental hurdle. 17. Okay, that'd be good enough. Uh, so yeah, you also kind of begin like falling along with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see like her smile brought into like a big, like full-faced, just look of like just joy at seeing these outsiders kind of get it a little bit. All right, I'll try it. Okay.
3: Do I get the additional plus or no? You do. So 25?
0: All right, that's going to be plenty. So as you begin kind of falling down the street, she then shifts and just begins, like, kind of takes to the sky. Does she still have her hands? Yes. Okay. So you're sort of tugged upwards a little bit as she does so, but now that you've kind of have the knack of it a little bit, it's a little disorienting at first, but you manage to keep pace with her if you desire to.
2: Okay. I'm going to grab Kerr's hand, please, so that Kerr's still kind of grumpy.
0: (laughs) How's Sparks doing? Uh, Sparks is kind of augmenting his flight with his jump jets a little bit, but then kind of Decides to get over it and just kind of go for it. And then it's sort of this free fall flying that the rest of you are.
2: Okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to grab Kerr's hand so that she has a little little help here. But yeah, I'm going to try to keep up with our guide. We'll follow so Noemi.
1: She, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like the topsy-turvy <laughs> poor Kerr.
0: <laughs> she takes you on kind of a, a tour of some of these upper spires. And she'll, she'll let go of her, your hands and sort of at one point like throw you around an archway as she sort of zips through the middle of it.
2: Kind of slingshot us around kind of
0: thing. Yeah. And uh, she seems like she has kind of almost effortless mastery of it. Um, You guys are still kind of dealing with a little more momentum than she seems to... uh, Training wheels are on. ...be working with a little bit. But uh, as you kind of reach your your destination, a small uh, circular tower that seems to be at the edge of a large square, there's a a fountain in the middle that's sort of blowing wisps of uh, like airy vapor into the air. Uh you can see some children running around and kind of playing in the the smoke, and there's like a little there's wa- actual water in there as well and as you all land, there's like a sort of a smattering of good natured applause from everybody that uh, takes a bow oh that seems that it will arouse them a bit more There's a few <laughs> kind of hoots of uh of appreciation, but it all seems kind of very welcoming but yes, for the remainder of your stay in the elemental plane of air, you can effectively fly by falling by changing gravity here oh yeah by selectively falling so I am a night radiant now. Uh, sh- why not? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the reference but it- sure. In
3: the the book that a lot of like Lykos's stuff is based on, mm-hmm. uh like that specifically his like light things, the wind runner order of night radiance, that's how they fly is by continually altering their gravity. Oh, okay. So they just fall in specific directions, they can mm-hmm. just change it on a whim, but they can also change it for other people which makes for crazy fights.
0: Ah, neat. So yes, you can uh, change down effectively and fall in whichever direction. And by sort of like throttling that a little, you can adjust pace and things like that. So right now it's a little more breakneck than you're probably all comfortable with, save for those of you who have sort of some flying experience. Uh, So I guess not Kerr in that case. (laughs) Uh, She sits firmly on the ground. But you do have the ability to kind of traverse a little more freely. You wouldn't necessarily need a mount to get around the plane. Uh, so she wraps on the door and then opens it and kind of gives you like a flourishing gesture for you to enter. Uh, inside you can see a small greeting room with a round table in the center with a small lit brazier, uh, so throwing up a little bit of a spicy kind of incense into the room. Like most of the dwellings here, there's a lot of windows and kind of very open floor plans. And you can see like a few like seating cushions around the table and it's well lit by all the windows in the room. Uh, you can see a hole in the ceiling uh, leading up to a second story, but there's no like stairs to ascend or anything like that.
2: I assume there doesn't need to be stairs because we can just... Mm-hmm. All right. So has anybody like said anything, spoken to us? Well, I mean, besides the try. No. Okay. Does it seem like they're expectant, like we're supposed to wait here for something?
0: She's gestured you into the... The house okay, and done nothing else, okay, so she's uh, now now kind of like looking at you with a little bit of confusion uh, and then sort of repeats the kind of the enter <laughs> gesture so
2: i'll I'll start to go through, and I mean, I'll still continue to speak in in common because it mm-hmm. seems that she may like understand because uh, she's spoken to me, obviously I understand her, but um so yeah I'll say thank you, and you know i'll I'll walk through and I'll be like, I mean, we all know what arm gestures mean, and I don't need to explain it to the party.
0: We'll, we'll follow no, Noemi. Okay. Yar. So the, there are five cushions seated circularly around this table. Uh, you can all take one. Uh, they're not like comparatively sized. It's probably a little small for Euker and a little big for uh, Sparks.
3: Are they all the same color?
0: Uh, yes. The town is kind of in very fitting with this kind of cloudy motif. It's all sort of whites and grays for the most part. Uh, these pillows are like big, fluffy, and white, kind of looking like clouds on their own. They're just squishy enough where you're not like sinking right through them, um, but it's not like sitting on a like a slab. It's actually quite comfortable, the perfect amount of squish for you want on a seat. <laughs> uh, but you're kind of sitting on the floor, like very low on this okay. table.
3: was just picks one and sits down.
2: Yeah, it's a circle, so there's not like a head of the table or anything right. like that. Okay, so as well, you're well, all- wherever
3: I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So as you're all getting seated, from the floor above floats down a Ganassi man accompanied by a clattering of like dishes. And in his hands, he has a, like, a tea set. You can see a number of ceramic cups and little saucers. Uh, there's a large pot in the center. And you can also see a little bit of uh, food there as well. Uh, the man himself, by human standards, would probably be in his 70s or 80s. He has the same long, thin... Build that all the other genasi you've seen so far have, uh, but his has a bit more of a stoop and is a little bit more not quite emaciated, but certainly a very very thin, almost like looks a little unhealthy. But he has enough strength to hold a fairly sizable tea set without too much issue. His steps seem very light. You don't really hear you kind of hear the footsteps on the floor like you all had as you came in, uh, and he sits down in the fifth spot and sets the tea set down on the table, uh, taking the pot and putting it into the brazier to warm. Okay. Uh he looks at you all with a like a, a broad smile on his face and then motions to the treats there. You can see a number of small torts and little mini cakes. I take a cake.
2: I introduce myself and I say, you know, thank you for your hospitality. Um we're here in the plane of error. We're looking for an archmage.
0: He kind of nods sagaciously at you and then just kind of holds up a a finger, uh, not saying anything. And then gestures again to the the tea. And then kind of puts like another just like wait a moment kind of gesture. Uh, the cake is light and airy. it's kind of like an angel food cake. Uh, but with some sort of fruity compote in the center of it. Yum. Uh, Sparks kind of very furtively sort of grabs like two or three uh, cakes and kind of like um, um, pops them all in his mouth.
2: I bet he's saving one for later. Probably. All right. Well, Lycos 9 hasn't tipped over and died. So I'll have a cake.
1: Okay. We'll have a tart, too, or whatever sort of pastries
0: are available. You find one to be kind of uh, a cream-filled pastry with like a slight tang to it, but good. Uh, all very sweet. So after a few moments, the teapot begins to whistle and boil, and he reaches up carefully and takes it and pours four cups, and then pass, or five cups, passes one out to each of you, and one for himself, where he kind of tips it almost in like a, a cheers-type gesture, and then sips on his, and then kind of motions to you, the rest of you.
2: From my experience, I would assume this is sort of like a breaking bread-style like style ceremony, possibly?
0: It definitely appears to have a ceremonial aspect to it, yes.
2: Okay. So I will sip said tea.
0: Okay. Uh, the tea is uh, very hot, but not un- not like undrinkably so. You're not scalding your mouth, but it's yeah, kind of just... Yeah, take one point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just over the line of drinkable. It's a little bit bitter, but has kind of a cinnamony, like gingery kind of flavor to it. Do you, the rest of you drink it as yes. well?
1: I do? Yes. Okay. You were all poisoned at the end.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. we all die.
3: Campaign over. Except for Sparks. i <laughs> will have to wait like three weeks.
2: <laughs> you have died of dysentery.
0: <laughs> After you've all had a sip, uh, your host sets down his cup and says, Now we may converse properly.
1: Translator microbes in the tea.
0: Yes. Something to that effect. Ooh. The tea of tongues, I've taken to calling it.
3: There's not, like, little fish in it, are there?
0: No, uh, merely herbs and a small enchantment. I think it'd be more of a bisque of tongues if there were fish in it, if I'm not mistaken, or a a broth of tongues, perhaps? That'd be a babble bisque? A babble bisque, perhaps.
2: Well, you know, for variety, in Mm. case you get sick of tea.
0: I find the act of drinking tea to be welcoming. Plopping strangers down in front of a piping bowl of soup would have a bit of awkwardness to it, I feel. Hmm. It's fair. And who doesn't love cakes? Ah, fair. <laughs> I look over at Sparks. Clearly he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, and it's an excuse for us sweets at any hour of the day.
2: Well, um, I assume you may not have understood me before, but um we are all here in the the plane of air looking for an archmage.
0: Ah, the Archmage. Yes, somewhat of a difficult subject, I'm afraid.
2: Mm. We we come with no knowledge, sincerely. We, we've kind of been um, sent on a mission from someone who couldn't travel here uh, herself.
0: That's terrible. Cirrus is a lovely place. I've lived here my whole life.
2: We found a... Uh, Quite wonderful so far.
0: The tea's effects should last you for a little while yet. You may feel free to explore and converse and mingle with the townsfolk. They will be sure to be as welcoming as I expect them to be. I am somewhat of a nobleman here. Uh, no, that is not the right way of putting it. I serve the people, but also... The the ruler, Esnovashi, is the master of this place. And I serve a supporting role to him and the rest of the populace.
2: Esnovashi is the leader of Cirrus? Correct. And I'm sorry, you are?
0: Oh, Argyll. Argyll. At your service, my lady. And kind of gives a, a bow. And then as he does, so, you hear like a pop out of his back and he's like, Ooh. And he, he like pops his spine the, the reverse way. Uh, d-
2: no need for such formalities. I'm hardly a lady.
0: Nonsense, but thank you. I hope you did not find our people too off-putting. We are not quite so modest as uh, the lot of you are. Kind And he sort of mentions to your, like, Full head to like head to toe adornments. <laughs> even he's kind of wearing like a like a kilt that doesn't even go down to his knees and like bare chested like the others. You can you've seen a few like kind of scarves around, but uh, it seems sort of adornments above the waist are kind of unusual here. Yeah, I mean if like
3: I guess especially if we were on the skate and there was no chance of I guess uh, whatever point after I woke up if we weren't a me attack, I like us would have removed his armor. He usually doesn't see the point of walking around a full plate if he could easily put it on in, like, a second.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess, what's your, like, roaming attire, then?
3: Well, so, in terms of, like, he came here, I remember early on, I'd bought really plain clothing, just because we were under the assumption we were going to Ravenloft, and we couldn't really figure out, like, how to fit in there. Mm-hmm. So, he kind of dressed for, like, fairly plain clothing, should probably not be, like, to amiss anywhere. anywhere. Um, so, he probably has, like, really simple, like, trousers and a shirt. Okay. So, I mean, if it's clear that everybody here is also like vaguely kind of topless, mm-hmm. that's you probably at this point, be like, all right, well, fuck it. Like, remove a shirt. Do, you know, one in
0: Rome. Yeah. All right. So, I do
2: not follow suit. <laughs> I'm going to continue to contain my modesty.
0: Sparks is like, oh, is that kind of party, huh? <laughs> also, sort of collapses down his armor, pops his shirt into his storage bag.
2: It's <laughs> little furry chest. <laughs>
0: No, we both gem. have the, the little, like... Yeah, like, I mention the extra-dimensional pocket, that's what I meant.
1: Kirk keeps her armor on. She is paranoid because now she knows enemies can come from any direction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't have the fancy,
3: I can put my armor on instant nope. mod. <laughs> Pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm less concerned about it because I can be like, armor on.
2: I asked Argyl, um what language they speak here in Cirrus, Um because... This lotus that we're sent to investigate speaks Susuris. I was just wondering if it was the same language.
0: Most of the folk here speak Aran, but there are some who know the old tongues. I myself have never bothered to learn, to be frank with you, but my master does. And uh, those of his lineage do as well.
2: So would Esnovashi be able to lead us to this archmage?
0: I will ask him. The relationship of Cirrus and the archmage is somewhat complicated and a bit strained, as I alluded to.
2: Understandable. We simply need information.
0: Oh, of course. And it is my job as welcoming committee and vizier to provide Outsiders and strangers with every hospitality, and information included, of course. Uh, I will speak with the lord of this place and find if information is deigned to be delivered to you.
2: What can we do um, to, to support you or to, um, I guess, earn our keep here? We don't want to be seen as freeloaders.
0: Oh, nonsense. Well... If you wish to pay for any services or goods that you acquire here, then that would be between you and the innkeeper or merchant. We have facilities here and some items for trade. What what kind of money do you accept?
2: Whispers and dreams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For those merchants who travel further afield, coin of the realm is typically accepted. We have found that most places will trade in gold regardless of minting. So,
3: <laughs> one of our cred
0: I'm assuming you don't accept these. What a strange little thing! No, i I do not think so. But uh, if you have any other suits of magical armor, or
2: well, we carried some gems, are those acceptable for trade?
0: Ah, certainly. All right.
2: Yeah, we don't really trade in gold where we come from, so. We weren't sure what to bring.
0: We got off the gold standard a long time ago. (laughs) I've talked to my lord about the benefits of fiat currency, but (laughs) no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chase Bank has been trying to open up
3: a (laughs) branch here
0: forever. (laughs) (laughs) Gems or other items Uh, might be fair for barter. If you have any other similarly marvelous things that you could spare, I'm sure a shopkeep would be eager to trade for them.
2: Not that we're in an enormous rush, but do you know perhaps how long this may take? Just so that we can plan and and, and whatnot.
0: I will move forward with every expediency for you, uh, madam. Thank you. We
3: appreciate your kindness.
2: So where would you recommend we find uh, accommodations in this fair city of Cirrus? And... How uh, do you recommend that we continue to be able to communicate with the townspeople?
0: Well, the tea of tongues should last a uh, while—a day or so. Okay. If you need another drink, I always love to have visitors, and like kind of another. Uh, His smile broadens a little bit when he says so,
2: and it seems genuine. Yeah. Okay.
0: As you seem so inclined for uh, to to not freeload to pay your way, then. Uh, I will insist on a tale of your homeland in exchange for the the snacks and tea.
2: Oh, that's much kindness.
3: Let me tell you about this planet called Risk.
2: Do we want to regale him of our Risk tale?
3: It is a Risky tale.
2: Grown.
0: <laughs> Risqué? <laughs> Sparks says, Risk sucks. Let's talk about someplace nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, will tell them some like childhood story or something about uh, Castravel.
3: Tell them about when I run that, won that drag race.
0: Uh, why don't you go ahead and just kind of give me the broad strokes of it then.
2: Um, it'll be a story where um, my sister and I decided to uh, sneak out like late at night um, just to get up to some mischief and um, we kind of found ourselves in the middle of uh, a forested area and um, we happened upon... Uh, like what we thought was some like weird uh like religious ceremony and it was just really you know, just weird people out in the woods, but so it, it like grew into this like tall tale of, of weirdness and you know, obviously when we were older we like figured out what
0: it was, but it
2: you know, spooky scary story.
0: <laughs> delightful, delightful. Well if you have any Oh, you asked about lodgings. You may seek out the uh, South Wind is a a lovely place. If you want to have something a little more airy, I guess, you could head to the Airy. It is also a very accommodating little inn.
2: May we let them know that, that you have sent us there?
0: Oh, I don't feel I'm sending you there. Merely making a recommendation. Uh, yes, you can certainly mention I mentioned them, but... I only hold so much sway amongst the the people here.
2: So I say we go to the Airy. Nice. It Sounds quaint.
0: Yes, I could have it described that way. Alright.
3: Sounds good.
2: All right. Oh no, I was gonna say, I was at first I was like, oh, are you gonna be able to fit in the beds? But absolutely, because these people are all seven feet tall. Yeah. You should be nice and comfy here. Well, I've and are, to the rest I of us are to...
3: gonna feel tiny. Yeah. We're gonna know what it feels like to be sparks. Oh man, sparks is
2: must feel super teeny tiny. He probably feels like a dojo tar.
0: Hey. <laughs> Sorry trying to like give my best Brett fresh there. <laughs> I was wondering what that voice
2: was. <laughs> 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 we'll just get him to fully we'll just get him to do a little hey
0: no, he later. Does, he does like a very specific like hey. <laughs> we'll kinda. just
2: we'll just find that, isolate it, put it in. No,
0: nah, that's too much work. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We should just get clean reaction sounds, and then you can just pick from them when we're not here.
0: <laughs> Again, <see what? laughs> you You finished the tea, and uh, are you able to answer any other questions you may have? Uh, do you have any other questions that I should answer in the meantime?
1: We didn't really answer our last question, so I feel like what this was is the just holding pattern. She asked how long, and he said, well, I'll hurry.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we don't really know. Um... I guess I'll ask things uh, to the effect of, um, like the safety here. Like, should we? Do we need to remain armored?
1: Um, you I know, was going to ask a about peaceful like, place are there any or, basic
2: laws or anything
1: like that that we don't right, want uh, to run afoul of? Basic uh, etiquette, that kind of thing. Uh, Expectations.
0: I, would, I wouldn't worry much of uh, safety. The area is warded from uh, drakes and other airborne predators. Uh, we have good relationship with the uh, genie? Did you say genie? Yes, the the jinn, who, well, we're, our town is ruled by one, but the
2: Oh, so Esnovashi is a jinn.
0: Yes. it, it good The to granting know. wishes kind, right? Predicated on capture, and you might find him difficult to pin down.
3: Well, I would not dare suggest capturing your lord. I'm just making sure I understand what we're talking about.
0: But yes, the very same.
3: Yeah. Funniest don't, places you find yourself.
2: Don't get any ideas like us Nine. Look. She you, says telepathically.
3: <laughs> look, we've gotten ourselves into trouble before. I'm not looking to pick unnecessary trouble now.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we want to make sure we don't do anything yeah. like, you know, you find out that, you know, if you like in certain, you know, that they don't want to see your mouth or that, you know, certain hand gestures are rude or.
0: Well, there are a few rude gestures, but I would feel odd doing them to, to fresh guests. You will certainly be getting, drawing more looks uh, clad as you are, but uh, I do not wish to foist our customs on, on others. But you shouldn't really want for, for safety here. Uh, as for laws, uh, do not steal, murder. Um,
2: the
1: basic tenants.
0: Yeah, the typical tenants of civilization. Fair enough. Don't you point fingers <laughs>
2: Well, then it sounds that we should be fairly safe here. And uh, if we find ourselves in a spot of trouble, may we mention your name? Of course. Good, good. Is there a a
1: market or anything that we can go to to check it out?
0: Oh, yes. We have a number of craftspeople and traders. We're a thriving city, of course. Uh, Cirrus sits... Fortunately, at a number of very stable tailwinds. Uh, when folk are moving from around the plane or from further afield or even extra dimensionally, they pop through here with some regularity. Not, not often delivered by Cloud Skate, but.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling that we, we did garner some attention on our arrival, but it was the only way we knew how to get here. <laughs>
0: Well, certainly a auspicious arrival. Uh, the skates are fairly choosy with whom they transport.
2: Well, I'll tell them. Oh, yeah, you know, we kicked some
0: louse. What, what were they?
2: Yeah. Um. What was the word we used? Parasites? Parasites, yeah. That we freed it from some parasites and that a a small fae girl, you know, helped us to communicate with it.
0: And... Excellent. And for, so fortuitous. Hmm. He takes the top of the teapot off. Uh, It's now just kind of down to the dregs there and takes a look at it. We're reading some tea leaves. Very interesting. I look into the pot. Yeah, mysticism check. There's some tea leaves kind of just floating on the bottom of the the teapot there.
2: Can I do a mysticism check? You (laughs) may. It's in the shape of the moon. 17. 17,
0: no, they don't have any special significance to you. Uh, He chuckles and says... (laughs) Well, this should be very interesting for you, I'm sure.
2: Well, it's It's been interesting so far. Well, I think... Do we have any further questions? Then I think we will take our leave. And obviously, thank him profusely.
0: and... Wonderful. If there's anything else I can do for you but ask, I will be at the palace for the afternoon. But uh, as the sky begins to darken, you may find me once more here. If you like or... Perhaps in the early morn tomorrow.
2: I think the morning would be better, yes. Unless we need it, but yeah, good to know. Yes. So expect us to see us uh, tomorrow morn.
0: Wonderful. At that, he sort of stands up. uh, You hear like a a pop in his knees and then leads you over to the uh, doorway. You kind of get the feeling that he's like walking as such to kind of make you you all feel a little more comfortable. Uh, And then... Like, holds the door to, to usher you out.
2: I just ask him to show us, like, the general direction of the area.
0: Oh, uh, tall tower, or tall broad tower, I should say, uh, almost looks like a bit of an inverted uh, mountain. And it'll be uh, is- that way. Can't miss it. I follow the direction he points. Okay. How does
1: he know what a mountain looks like?
0: That's an excellent question.
1: Dun, dun you ask that? Yeah. Says. Do you have landforms here?
0: Every once in a while, something will be pulled in or trickle in from one of the other planes, but I have not stayed in the elemental plane of air my entire life. I was an adventurer at one time. You've got some stories. I surely do, but for another time. Indeed.
1: And I'll follow. Uh, I'll follow like this. I'll take sort of like a a running leap, deep breath. Okay, follow that direction. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> all right. So as you begin falling towards your destination, we will end for tonight. Woo-hoo. So thank you all for listening as we explore the elemental plane of air and the folk who live within it. Uh, you can check out our Patreon, Die by the Dice, on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Die by the Dice is the URL. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Die by the Dice. And if you are into Magic the Gathering at all and want to see a little bit of that streamed, we are now doing some streaming on Twitch, mostly for Magic, but with some RPG stuff currently in the pipeline. Don't want to sort of make promises I can't keep on that one yet, but uh, twitch.tv slash die by the dice, um, and we got some MTG stuff going on there. That's it for announcements, so thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.